Wilson Hall presents Halloween Yulu 2017 With Nick Marsh as the Keeper of Arcane Law So it's. Um, do you remember or even understand what happened last time? Probably not. Nope. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't there was, matter. There was some massive GM fudging at the end to try and keep us involved. Well, somehow, although you thought you travelled forwards in time through a colossal period of, of, and possibly even the end of the universe, you're not quite sure. Where you are seems to be pretty much where you left off. Okay. Uh, Sorry um, now. I have a nasty suspicion this has happened to me twice, which may be why I now have Sanity 35. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, there's a bit of shenanigans, Stanley, that you didn't quite understand, but it did involve Colonel Carruthers uh, getting shot to death. Um, and, and the um, <laughs> the police were a bit inept in investigating it, and, you, you, and um, you'll find that your colleague is, is a bit uh, shy to talk about it, but it, it all seems to have worked okay. out. Otherwise, so I need to check how many um, hit points I've got. That seems to have gone astray. How many what points? Uh, hit points and magic points. I seem to have several numbers written. Um, here, you've so got twelve hit points, according to my records. Twelve? Jesus! Okay. You. So there's not none of that pulp filler stuff. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, fourteen magic points. Should there ever? Oh become... gosh, that's actually better. I was down to now because you have. What are we saying, actually? Yeah, we'll, see. we'll soon teach that, don't worry. Now, the world around you seems very similar. You every so often get the nagging suspicion that something isn't quite right, but everything seems as you remember it. Your apartments are there. It's, it's, it's very strange, and you've been living with this weird sort of semi-deja vu feeling for about a year now. So it's now 1928. 1928. You have um, made the acquaintance of a a dashing young American pilot called Edwin Charles Parsons, who is in the UK, I believe, because he stuck around after the war to teach the uh, yeah, so basically teach the RAF pilots how to do it. Yeah, um, he was, as they say, an ace. Yeah, a bunch of blue bloods that need all the help they can get. Um, <laughs> um, that's kind of Obviously how Hanrahan has changed dramatically. Because I am a bit of a. Uh... I believe an ace was someone who shot down five planes or more, or was that? Yeah, yes, I did about, about seven or eight. <laughs> you lose count after the oh, first yeah. half. Well, I, I did about seven or eight and, and um, had about 15. No, this is actually what he actually did, bless him. Um, <laughs> and, and had um, about 15 um, um, of assists, if you like to uh, call it that way. Also, so is... similarities to people living or dead may be uh, <laughs> fully intentional. <laughs> well, um, no, so... I've no idea what the man was like as a person, but I just thought he actually had, well, a, really... up to he you, had, a, he had a cool sounding name. Um, when you look at his picture, um, he does look a little bit like Charles de Gaulle, but um, you know, I didn't want to hold that against him. We won't him. hold that against him. Um, look, look, look up Fritjof Nansen sometime. 
just from the picture. Oh, I my want, God, I yes. want to play that man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So uh, you have ended up in the circle of Stanley and uh, Mr. Hanrahan. Um, uh, you still occasionally you have something of a reputation of... Uh, because you were involved in the um, the, the HMS Celine, and, and some news came out about it, though you have obviously said nothing because you don't have to get arrested. Um, you have some reputation as investigators in uh, uh, in unusual affairs, should we say? That's what I heard. Right up until the point when he was shot in the back by one of his own comrades. Um, it's all, it's all involved in mine in Yorkshire. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, I, I regard myself more as someone who researches his books thoroughly. It's not so much investigation. <laughs> um, you have come uh, into some measure of success with your writing, Stanley, slightly inspired by the extremely weird... I, uh, I remember again, very little yeah. about this character, by the way. I'm sorry. Well, I'll, exactly. That's fine. I'll just make him up from the start. <laughs> all, I, you all I know now, is that I've... I've decided that he looks like Fatty Arbuckle for some reason. He does look a bit like Fatty Arbuckle, but hopefully without the um, allegations of sexual misconduct. Well, that is a picture of, of Roscoe Arbuckle, so he looks exactly like Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> hey, did anybody ever tell you you look just like? <laughs> uh, yeah. You look like a movie star. That reminds me of was someone asking David Duchovny what was the similarity between Fox Mulder and him, and he said, well... I look a lot like him. <laughs> um, so, nineteen twenty-eight. Um, Emily Pankhurst has just been uh, crumpled scandalously um, at the King's um, uh, horse race um, by the King's horse, I believe. Um, and tragically, the she horse was, was actually put down. And you are going about your daily business, uh, whatever that is for Mr. Hanrahan, one dreads to think. Um, it is uh, around about September 1928. Mm-hmm. And the day begins as usual. It's a, uh, a Tuesday morning. Um, the... You may read the paper if you will. In fact, most of you do read the paper. I don't know what Hanrahan thinks of the... I don't know when Socialist Worker comes out. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Um, I, I believe the Daily Worker is still going at this point. Okay. Well, you get the Daily Worker, which... Um, I think this is around about the time Stalin implements his five-year plan. Obviously, goes, a, a great move. A great move. Obviously, a great move, which caused no... No suffering or hardship to bring, the, the bring, bring Russia into the modern century. <clears throat> I think for all the deaths, it increased the production yield of the Soviet Union by five percent. When you look, uh, I'm sure it's not <laughs> the yield per person. Uh, it, it could be. It could be. And the way to do that is by dramatically reducing the number of people within the. But on the plus anyway, side, they did increase the amount of available fertilizer for crops quite dramatically. <laughs> It's a nice cheery scenario, isn't it? Let's, let's get off um, there onto Eldritch Horror and Misery. Um, Stanley. Solid green, here we come. Yes. What is your typical day as a... as a? You're a full-time writer and independently wealthy, I believe, is that? Well, my, my family is, is wealthy. Um, I'm, I'm independently comfortable, I suppose. I'm actually a bit right. dependent on my family. 
Um, You're sort of currently one to watch as a writer of weird fiction. That doesn't necessarily pay. I don't think he'll actually go anywhere with that, really. He'll keep trying it, but um, I can't see him pursuing it doggedly. Uh, He does, however, wake up, um, grab a glass of water from uh, beside the bed, and a notepad and pencil he has there, and jot down any weird ideas that may have come to him in dreams or anything while uh, having a cigarette. Okay. At the same time as the glass of water, that. Nick, I've suddenly realised I I didn't increase credit rating, so I'm going to have to drop a few things to not. Credit rating around sort of forty forty five. Okay, uh, all right. Just let me know what you change. Oh, you, Ch- Stanley, and uh, Mister Hanran, you can have. I'm d- I have to call you that. I'm afraid because John calling yeah. you John is too confusing. Um, you're welcome to have roll of five tick five separate skills as if they were ticked. Just, uh, just to simulate uh, an experience as if we were doing it properly. Hmm. Uh, you don't have to, if you don't want. What was I failing to do last time? I don't remember now. Well, it doesn't have to be exact, as long as it's something you would have plausibly used in the last adventure. No, it, it's more, what 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 did I feel I really missed that I should have had? <laughs> um, alcohol. Stanley, Bob. you... you ha- do you have a telephone, Mr. Wellman? Oh, gosh, at this stage, probably. I imagine it's downstairs, though. Okay. It's about 10 o'clock. I don't know where you'll be around about then. Are you still in bed? Still in bed. Okay. Your telephone starts ringing. Right. Well, obviously, there's no way in hell I'm going to race down there. Have you seen the signs of me? (laughs) Um, I will uh, slowly um, get myself out of bed and get a, a robe. If it still hasn't actually stopped ringing, I guess I will shuffle quietly downstairs <laughs> in the hope that somebody hangs up. And eventually, if it's still ringing... I'll it's still ringing. It, it, they seem to be quite insistent, and your answer phone hasn't kicked in by virtue of the fact it's... <coughs> I mean, it's about 50 years old. 40 or 50 years. Yes. It's not been the same since the war, you know, you just can't get domestic staff. <sighs> okay. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Stanley, is that you? Uh, it is. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, is. I can't place the, the voice. You, you can. It is a voice you know well. It is Violet Staunton. You know is, Violet well. Is that Violet? I believe I know you well. She's an ex of yours. Right, hang on. Just before we go further, is this a, oh shit, Violet, hang up kind of an ex? Or is this, oh, comb hair, Violet? It's more of the second. You, uh, I mean, what are you now? Your 40s? Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, 30, 34, but I don't know when that was. When was the last adventure? Uh, that was a year ago, so you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm already 35 now. Um, you met Violet when you were oh, at college. Uh, in when did you go to Oxford? Uh, you know, I can't remember. I know I was born in Harrogate. I remember that bit. Uh, well, let's say probably you met her at Oxford. Um, while you were both, you were studying probably literature and classics, something along those lines. Um, uh, you met her as a student, um, and you got on very well to the point where you began dating. Um, this would have been, well, I guess, fifteen years ago now. Mm. Um, uh, the she was um, the daughter you recall of a professor Henry Stoughton 
who was a noted archaeologist at the time um, of Middle Eastern uh, area of expertise. Okay. And she, you wanted to keep it going. She, uh, you, you sort of drifted apart. You were together probably for a couple of years. You were very keen on her. She eventually broke it off. Um, because she wanted to slap, concentrate on her studies. Slap the restraining so order did. on. And, uh, <laughs> and the, the judge was very keen on you staying apart. Um, uh, she loved your fiction. She loved you as a writer. Um, but she uh, d- d- just but never... But she thought I was a, a crouching boar and didn't want anything to do with me personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, these are the things you've asked yourself in the years since. Uh, but you... Uh, it's up to you whether you're the sort of person I, I, you drifted apart um, because she dumped you, um, and so that's a, up to... that's the sort of way of describing drifting apart that only someone who's never drifted apart could possibly <laughs> <laughs> drifted apart in the same way that the two halves of the Titanic drifted apart as they as they sank into the Atlantic. Um, it's up to you whether you're the sort of person that would have obsessively... Now, you've lived in London. You know that she has a house in London, or her father has a house in I, London. I think Stanley would have would have probably thrown himself into other things, okay. um, such as the English Channel, and having been rescued. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think he would have been obsessed. He'd been very upset for a while, but now but it's, I think too much all... time has, has passed for me to be sort of, you know, oh, goodness. You're uh, no longer... I'd certainly be keen to hear from her, I think. <laughs> Okay, so that's the the background. Lord. What Lord. are we seeing what? there? Don't answer that. <laughs> oh God, it's his arm. Oh, it's your arm. Thank <laughs> heavens for that. It's got a navel. Um, anyway, I think that calls for sand rolls. Um, <laughs> Lord, it is. That was terrifying. Um, briefly flashes through your mind in the flashback when she says, "Stanley, is that you?" Uh, it is, it is, yes. Uh, oh, I've been so worried. I've been so worried. I don't know who to turn to, Stanley. I, I know it's been a long time. Which I, I, I heard your name mentioned. In, in, uh, I, I hear that you and your friends, uh, Stanley. Could you help me? Uh, well, I would. I would have help me, Obi Wan, on my own. As long as it's not financial harm. Um, what's the problem, Violet? Oh, the Joker is ever Stanley, but I, I can't. I, I, I mean, I have. That's not I have a joke, a... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now I remember. She put the phone on. <laughs> <laughs> right, what should we play next? <laughs> you, re- you receive a phone call from an ex. <laughs> yeah. Um, you. I, I mean, uh, there is. I, I, I do have money. I, I mean, I, I appreciate your. Uh, a, a writer and, and, and as such, uh, I, I just uh, we, we could talk about that. But I, I wonder if I, I could, Stanley. I wonder if I could come round to your house. Oh, well, I'm not sure that's quite proper. Perhaps I could meet you at, uh, at the corner house or something. Uh, of course, uh, the, the one we used to go to. Uh, yes, he says, desperately racking his brain. Yes, that one. That would be perfect. Shall we say... Okay. Uh, we're not <laughs> No, 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 Stanley, this morning. Uh, it's important. Right. Uh, well, I'll just put... I mean, I'll um, I'll smarten myself up um, and and be there as soon as I can. I wonder, could you bring your your, your friends with you? I, I read that you, you, you were with a, a group of, of people who investigated things. 
Well, I wouldn't go so far as as friends. Uh, the surviving. Oh, Stanley. Uh, well, yeah, certainly, yes, yes. I'm sure I'll be able to put my hand on them, so to speak. Okay, I'll, I'll meet you there. In uh, is, is an hour too soon? Is an hour too soon? Uh, possibly an hour and a half. Aim for an hour. I'll be there as quickly as I can. Oh, Stanley, you're a gem. You're a real gem. Thank you. Uh, yes. Well, um, see you soon, Violet. Moi. Um, Click. I'm if that's such a thing. Trick <laughs> <laughs> woman. Um, I'd better wash and brush up and put some trousers on. Trousers, you have discovered about Violet, is, is a thing that she considers important to go out in public with. Well, yes. I mean, I'm not the sort of person who wanders out absent mindedly without trousers. Well, it's just if, if the day doesn't call for them, you know, why go to all that trouble? <laughs> it's not absolutely, it's completely deliberate. Um, uh, so, Violet, um, you're not quite sure, you were studying a similar things to you, you're not quite sure what she's up to at the moment. Um, not that you're deliberately avoiding her or anything like that, but um, uh, yeah, all you can remember is uh, her father, who you met once, who was a dreadful old. Uh, oh well, I suppose he can't be much older than you are now. Now you think about it, when you met him, but he's probably older now than I was then. You'd hope so, really. This experience in the time stream has made you very canny at this sort of thing. <laughs> I'm impressed. Well, you know, Eddie's right, in space time continuum. Ball, I'm, I'm handing it to you for you to put in your court. Is this Pick some up sort the of metaphor? It, it is a right. metaphor. Well, I think what I should do is, assuming I, I know his number or the number of the station where he's likely to be incarcerated, uh, <laughs> contact uh, Hanrahan. Uh, because to contact anyone else in our investigating party, I think, would require the services of a medium. So, <laughs> so we'll just go with that, shall we? Well, and, you have, uh, uh, you see, have see if he fancies some free tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, Hanrahan, you do leave frequent updates of your location in case you need to be sprung from somewhere. Who wants him? Oh, right, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thought you might like to, um, you know, visit a prominent uh, London location and. Um, I don't know, scout it out and blow it up in future or something, whatever it is that you do. Um, no, I've got a, a, a call for help. Dam, damsel in distress and um, she just asked for you by name. So I uh, wonder if you wouldn't what mind... What did she know? Them. She with the police? <laughs> when I say name, she didn't actually use your name, but oh, she, she referred to you in that she knew I, I was with someone else uh, when we sort of hit the papers and all that. Um, I, I think your secret's safe with me. Um, not entirely sure I'm safe with question. you, but um, <laughs> so about an hour. Uh, sounds sounds good. There. Right, splendid. Uh, I'll see you there then. Where was that? Uh, well, you're the intelligence man. You, um, right, you are. I'll just, I'll just listen to the sound of screaming. Uh, yes, it's the uh, the corner house at um, God. I don't know where, where, where's. A, I'm not very good on London, you know. No, you don't uh, do I don't do the South very well. 
from Ian Bloomsbury. Cornwall and Devon. Somewhere in Bloomsbury, that sounds good. Bloomsbury, right, that sounds um, floral. We'll go for that. Right, you're up. I think it is where, where you... Uh, it's a sort of literary area, you may know it a bit better. Should we get the other fella? Uh, we could, yes, the other fella, yeah. Well, uh, well I suppose... Uh, I suppose he could he could stand in for our missing partner. Yes, might be some flying well, to be done. Well, she won't know any better, will she? Uh, yes, by all means. Um, do you do you have his number, or uh, could you pick him up on the way? Uh, I can find him. Lovely, right? Uh, <laughs> How he makes that sound sinister. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the forces club or whatever, uh, which is actually not that far from the corner house. The forces club, so Hanrahan's going to just wander in. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite place in all London. We have, I think they, um, he and they probably have a mutual um, understanding. Oh, I, I, I they, think they I think, won't throw him out, and he won't blow the place up. I think well, I have that understanding with a lot of places, but no, no, I think you, you, Hanrahan has, has in fact advanced since the last time you saw him, and he has realised that he can send in a note. Good and, lord! And they will want to deal with it quickly because he's hanging around the front, making the place look scruffy. Very good. So, Edwin, you really receive a note from Mister Tanrahan saying, along the lines of, "Oi, wings! The, the writer's got an old floozy in trouble. Not that way. Mm. <laughs> want, want some help? <laughs> you see, this is why I, I don't want to be involved in the the actual discussion. I just thought I'd be serious. What time in the morning is it? Um, probably about uh, 10.30 by then. Yeah. About about right to me. Oh, okay, I, I finish my scotch, um, <clears throat> put out the cigar, meander, meander over to the uh, front desk. Remember, you're not too drunk to fly unless there are too many joysticks to count. No, no, no. Alcohol has never has never slowed me slowed me down either in a car or a plane. <laughs> and none of your surviving friends can testify otherwise. No, no, no. I can probably handle being pissed as a fart in a car or a plane. After all, that's how you learn. Oh well, let's give it a try. <laughs> I'm game. It so, worked. With- I come out. Hand right hand. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't know what, what's going on, but he sounds sound as if the uh, X are in trouble. Of trouble. Sorry? Do you want me to bring the jalopy? Oh, shouldn't need to in London, see how things go. You mean we've got to walk? Yeah, all of My them. accent, by the way, is moving gently away. <laughs> it, 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 much what, like the, your accent. Yeah, it was going Australian, <laughs> Australian, went a bit Canadian, and now is. Not quite sure where the, where the hell it's going for, but it might be South American. It's a Watson Hall accent. Uh, if he is actually <laughs> American, 1928, he's not going to be averse to walking. Yeah, I mean, you're not actually Douglas Bard. You can you can walk. <laughs> um, oh, so I, I once you... had described as an air show as an air show as the famous legless pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin might be following in his footsteps. Oh, well, sorry, that was terribly <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, so you all arrive roughly about the same time as the uh, the corner house, which is a, a relatively – it's in a nice part of London. Um, you are um, – as, as you arrive there, you see through the window or um, 
Stanley sees through the window Violet uh, sitting uh, in a chair with a, a, a table for four. And she's... You don't need to be an expert in body language. She, she's quite agitated um, and constantly glancing at her... Would she have a watch in 28? I guess she would. Oh, wrist... Uh, one of those newfangled wristwatches, yeah. Uh, if, well, if, um, if she has moderate amounts of money available, she might well have a wristwatch, yeah. Yeah, they became I, I think uh, she quite common after the war. Hmm. Yes. Even so she is glancing uh, at uh, a lady's uh, wrist, wristwatch um, and looking up. Um, and as, she, as you look in, she, she spots you and waves through the window. Oh, I'll tip my hat and uh, wander in and hold the door for these two. <laughs> Try not to kill anyone. <laughs> okay, so you two see a uh, young, relatively attractive brunette, probably would be played by Helena Bonham Carter, something like someone like that mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, uh, 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 Stanley, over here. Oh, the, corner, the corner house doesn't really have a maitre d'. I think you just go and sit down there. They're waitresses, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's <laughs> the, yeah, you're not shown to a table, but maybe you would be. doesn't matter. You end up at the table one way or another. Um, this is oh, why people uh, get worried about doing historical uh, RPGs, you know. <laughs> Doesn't have to be that accurate. Um, so she stands up. Oh, Stanley, Stanley, it's, it's 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 very good to see you. Thank you, thank you for coming at such, such short notice. Oh, not, not at all. May, may I introduce uh, my? She, uh, she reaches in and she hugs you tightly. Um, I, I I've missed you, Stanley. Check my wallet. I, um, <laughs> I I have missed you. Um, and uh, oh, it's it's very good to see you as well. <laughs> you know, after all the unpleasantness and the heartache and the years of wondering if my wallet life was worth living. It's great to see so you So these again. are your friends, are they, Stanley? Uh, yes, uh, this is uh, Hanrahan. How do you do, uh, Matt? Who's friends. She, uh, and this is um, was it Edwin? Yes. And this is Edwin. Who's friends called Edwin? Ma'am? It's, it's, it's such a dry way. <laughs> he always was very funny. Um, please, uh, please, sit, sit down, oh, all of you. I... I I can't tell you how grateful I am um, for, for you coming. Well, I can. I am very grateful for you coming. Um, the waitress comes over and takes your orders of, well, whatever you'd like, really. Well, toffee tea cakes, a uh, large pot of tea. Coffee. Mm. Brits are weird. Uh, there's a brief pause while Edwin is immediately taken outside and summarily executed by the police. <laughs> I, I may be trying to destroy everything this country's done, so that doesn't mean I don't drink tea. <laughs> Strong workman tea. I mean, obviously, he knocks the handle off the cup first. and <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to worry about standing the spoon up in it. The spoon just dissolves. <laughs> um, okay. So, what, what, what on earth has got you so hot up here? It's... Uh... Uh, it's quite distressing to see you uh, quite distressed. It's, I never know when he's joking. It's 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 my father. Um, I, oh, he, he's in trouble. He's Ill? Yes. Oh, well, I'm dreadfully sorry to hear that. I, I mean, not uh, not, not physically. I I think his his mind is going. Um, ah, ah, uh, senility. Uh, Oh, that's dreadful. No, no, it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Um, he it's oh, worse than that. worse dead. than um, he 
you you know um she turns to the other two you know of my father professor henry staunton um, i'm just sort of nodding never had the acquaintance man does he have any reputation uh, in the chemistry field uh, chemistry, no. If you have archaeology, you may have heard of him. No. Well, you you practice a form of archaeology, don't you, Anra? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the, the, the uh, what, what was that uh, Schliemann school? Yeah, you you admittedly leave sifting through the rubble to others, but you know, you know you're very much a very much a front man. Um, I hear, he's, I hear uh, a big noise in archaeology. <laughs> He's he's an archaeologist. Um, he's uh, he specialises in um, well far eastern uh, history and archaeology, anthropology of note uh, too. Obviously, I, I was planning to to follow in his footsteps, um, but oh, um, wrong size shoes. Well, he he went to Tibet oh. last year. No, I don't want any gambling jokes. Um, that's me, not Violet. No, no. Was that a Dennis Penis? Do you like Tibet? Yes, Richard Gere, do you like Tibet? Or do you think gambling's wrong? Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, silence. That's very much the same response that Richard Gere had. Um, yeah, yeah, well, uh, an acquired taste. Yeah, prob- presum- yeah presumably uh, just after that, yeah, asked him about hamsters and the interview just went downhill from there. I, he, he, I think he greatly regrets being Dennis Penis, whatever his name Anyway. Yes, he has sort of put it behind him. He has. Um, so, uh, he, he went for about six months, and that's, you know, that's not unusual for my father. Um, but apparently this was a, a, a particularly a difficult expedition. Um, but he came back with, with, with quite a trophy. Um, well, one of the finds of the century, you, you probably re- remember it being reported in the papers. Well, I've been a little busy recently. Uh, could you refresh I, my I've just passed a history roll, so it's possible I actually do remember it. Uh, how much by? Uh, ten. Uh, okay, that's good enough. Um, you do oh, remember something. Uh, well, it's only then Hanrahan who remembers. Uh, I've made it by eleven. I remember just only, a little bit more Edwin than Hanrahan. Who doesn't know. <laughs> uh, well, I guess your eye was caught by the, the name that you recognised. Um, that he did. He went to an expedition to the Far East. There was some sort of controversy when he got back. You can't quite remember what it was, but he came back with a huge idol of an elephant god. As you recall. Of an elephant god. Not the sort of thing we would expect to find in Tibet. Exactly. Exactly. That that was part of it. It's an elephant god that hadn't been heard of before. It wasn't... um, Hmm. Uh, Say, isn't there some um, cabaret thing about some um, elephant idol found in the north of Kathmandu? Kathmandu. Well, I I guess Tibet is. Well, um, I I mean, I don't know about that. He he came back saying that he he managed to barter barter with it for for the natives who actually worshipped the thing. Um, You know, he gave them guns and... um, is that your your um, window, John? Sorry, yeah, it's not here for once. So, it's always like <laughs> Hanrahan scarf is out the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, well, he, he said he traded, you know, guns, convenience, you know, soap, just modern things, and, and they gave him this this elephant your, your idol. Surprise. It was called the Elephant God of Sang. 
Elephant God of Sang. Smashing title, wouldn't it? Elephant God of Sang. This is one of your stories, Stanley. Um, I I mean, the thing was horrible. I mean, I only saw it once when they were moving from the warehouse to the the museum. Went to the Natural History Museum, uh, of course, but but that that was enough for me. It didn't didn't look much like an elephant, but... Close so not, for those... not exactly jumbo. Nothing, uh, nothing kind of friendly and. Uh, uh, Gosh, no! Something very sinister it about it. The sinister elephant god, huh? Very peculiar. Well, I, I don't think these savages ever saw an elephant in their lives. It, it's like someone described an elephant to them, and they, they, they carved it from that. Um, uh, well, perhaps so. I, I don't know anything more about the, the, the expedition, Father really didn't want to talk about it but uh, this in itself is not uh, a cause for concern madam well it was after that that the troubles began mr hanrahan i uh, know if you're speaking to us Hanrahan, i think the troubles are an entirely off off <laughs> so we don't really bring them up <laughs> you see um the statue was set up in the museum about two weeks ago um the father came back about a month before that um and he was already ill, and, and then, well, he, he was trying to hide it from me, but I could see that he was weaker and un, under the a lot of strain. No, no, the, the statue wasn't ill because it's a statue. I mean, my father. He was trying to hide it, though. I mean, surely. No, that's no, no. His, his yeah, illness. His illness. The, the statue was uh, was a yeah, famous was a thing. Statue. Well, yes, it was, and it's 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 well enormous. That the statue itself. I, I remember he had a, a dreadful argument with with Uncle Paul. Um, uh, sorry, uh, Pro- Professor Riccoletti. Um, do you know Professor Professor Riccoletti? Uh, I don't know if I'll bump into him. I don't either. think I know him professionally. No, not, neither professionally nor socially. Oh, actually, make me an occult role, uh, Stanley. I thought you were going to say, oh, just maybe like some sort of social role because you may have met him at a garden party of family. <laughs> no, I've yes, got a card of party room. Um, <laughs> have you met him while basically? Jesus Christ, I've got 70% in it. 83. No, you haven't. No, none of you have heard of Professor Micaretti. Nor have you heard of Professor Riccoletti. Recollection of Riccoletti. No, I I don't. um, I must say that the name um, uh, Alphabetti doesn't really come to mind. well, it was that was after that argument. That's when father started getting worse, and then the last night <laughs> she breaks down into tears. If that wasn't obvious from my virtuoso acting, uh, no, it was extremely just... obvious and very affecting. I'm just waiting for her to finish so she can tell us what the hell she's on about. Yes, uh, perhaps I'll offer a napkin. Right. Okay. Uh, she she takes it. She takes the napkin. I've no idea why she's finished with me. Don't don't worry, it's been recently washed and the blood of the guilty. (laughs) (laughs) It has the smell of righteousness upon it. Um, And uh, and And so as as she takes the napkin, she just holds your hand for a fraction of a second. True love. And and just looks into your eyes, but she's still... But thank you, Stanley. She blows her nose. That's my blowing the nose. That's much better. Thank you. I didn't realise we had a foley artist uh, with us. Um, but, but Paul Paul Riccoletti's been a friend of my father since since college. I mean, I, I, I've known him all my life. I always called right. him Uncle Paul. 
Oh, so um, he's not actually your uncle. Like that's, I see oh, no, 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 just, just a friend of the family. But I did wonder about the name. Much. He'd, he's always been a bit of a, a loner, and even more after his friend, uh, his friend, not his friend, his, what do you call it? Uh, his wife. His wife died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Yeah. Breaking the fourth wall, uh, <laughs> But he and Father always got along. I mean, they both they were both interested in uh, Oriental studies, but uh, Uncle Paul never seemed to be the least envious of, uh, of Father's success. But they had this terrible fight when the elephant was brought to the museum. I, I, I don't know what it was about. I, I just heard them shouting and shouting downstairs. Um, uh, Father told me Rickletti he was jealous of his great discovery and, and he mm, raved well, about it. It sounds Rick. like it might be the case. Well, I, I, I can't believe any ill of, of Uncle Paul. I mean, but Father Father said his friendship with Rickletti had ended and, and the man was something he, he didn't recognise anymore. He said he thought he was a friend, but he's realised the truth. Look, Father, I, I, I hesitate to to bring this up as a possibility, but do you think perhaps your father may have obtained this statue in a, in a less than entirely above board way, and perhaps Riccoletti was angry Stanley. about that? Well, Stanley, I'm just, I'm just looking at all of the possibilities. Well, he, he said he traded for that elephant. God statue, he did. Stanley. Well, yes, it's not that I, it's not that I doubt him or have any particularly. I, I do, I do, I do. He, he threw me bodily out of the house. Well, um, he's a man of, of temperate tempers. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means. Tempers. <laughs> yes. Well, he was worried, Stanley. We weren't doing it, uh, but Stanley. Good lord. Uh, uh, <laughs> Father, oh, oh, like uh, a <laughs> these Americans are very coarse, aren't they? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> saves me doing it. <clears throat> um, so, uh, do you oh, think tea, perhaps? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you think perhaps your father may have may have had a a, a stroke, perhaps uh, some sort of a, a brain? Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Um, <laughs> Um, you're a bad man, uh, well, Nicholas. You're encouraging me. Perhaps, perhaps you're right because that—that's when his illness got worse. Uh, you're, uh, I, I, I'm not a medical man, but um, <laughs> I or, or any other sort. <laughs> um, Let right me tell after you, that argument, he became weaker all at once, as if there was some horrible tumor draining away his vitality. Maybe, maybe it was a stroke. Um, well, you've you've presumably called the doctor in. Yes, well, I I wanted to. I I called a, a psychiatrist. Obviously, uh, now a psychiatrist. You, so you're the first two people you call are a psychiatrist and a novelist. <laughs> I, you're not the first. <laughs> I mean, I'm I don't mean you. <laughs> <laughs> she quickly hides. Ring the doctor and let's meet him at uh, wherever it is. Are you still living at the well, same he, place? I, well, can I can I tell you what happened last night? I mean, he he began raving and raving. He had fear, periods of in, incoherency, um, just repeating the same gibberish again. Things like Leng and Chugnafong. 
Um, uh, Cho, Cho, something like that. Well, um, there you go. This is uh, this is clearly some sort of stroke or something. It's affected his speech. Well, when I I did take him to the doctor, Stanley, and the, the doctors couldn't find anything physically wrong, except he was generally exhausted and uh, was deteriorating. Um, the, the psychiatrist said that father was mentally well, but but at home he kept getting worse, and the incoherency became more frequent. That the lucidity is more rare. A, a few nights ago, he he asked me to strap him to his bed. You have the most <laughs> filthy mind, can I just say, before... I don't think any of us have said anything. I can see Mark's face as I was saying. <laughs> ah, for a second, Roger, your eyebrows had disappeared under your fringe. <laughs> it's remarkable what one can do with eyebrows. <laughs> oh, dear. Whatever, um, you know, whatever the two of them get up to in the privacy of their own home, hey, you know, it's it's, it's the Limeys, they're a bunch of weirdos. Uh, d- there is such a thing as, you know, legality. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, he, so he couldn't hurt himself. Yeah, he was Limeys, worried he was but... going to... He was worried he was going to hurt himself when he wasn't in possession of his senses. Um, I, but surely I, your I, father's a, a fairly mild man. He wouldn't abuse himself in any way, would he? Well, he's changed, Stanley. He's changed a great deal. Uh, I, I'm beginning to doubt my own sanity, too. Oh, well, that's a th- that is a thought, actually. I, I'd been thinking another that hat. your father another really was ill. Another hat, another handkey, please. Another hat. <laughs> Gradually wearing more uh, hats. Uh, it's got a bit dying earth. Um, well, but for the past few days, I've had some terrible nightmares, the kind where you, you look down on yourself and you, you can't move and you you're paralysed. Um, and you've got no trousers on. I know exactly what you mean. No, no, Stanley. Then I drift off. I d- no, I mean now you've got... Sorry. Oh, oh I'm so, um, I'm a lady. Um, but, I, rather, I, have, rather, I have visions where... Forgive me for interrupting. I, but sorry, sorry. Why Why would... I mean, obviously I, I, I'll help in any way I can, but why, why have you asked me specifically to bring my two friends here? Because... Uh, what is there to investigate? This is clearly a medical situation. Listen to me. Last night, I, I was trying to get some sleep, and I, I heard a noise from my father's room. I, I thought he might have knocked over one of his medicine bottles while he was raving, so I went down there. And when I opened the door, oh, I, there was a man in there, a, a, an oriental man, and with a long black robe. He had lots of beads, and, and he had this dreadful white and red paint over his face. I stood over my father, and he had a dagger, a long curved dagger. He was about to stab him, Stanley. This is absolutely shocking. You should know that I, people don't say Oriental anymore. It's somewhat pejorative. This is 1928, Sterling. Good point. <laughs> well, I, are you absolutely sure? I, not a trick of the line. Had you been drinking? Uh, or I have evidence, Stanley. I evidence? Um, it, the, the man, <laughs> well, to face me, I could still hear those beads rattling in the night. That's just made me think of Ernie's ghostly gold tops are rattling in their crate. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, I, I was bad for the mood of these games. Um, <laughs> his eyes were, were dark and evil. He was so ugly and wrinkled as if he were ancient. And then, I, well, the next thing I remember, it was morning. I, I must have fainted. I was lying on the floor in Father's room while he was having one of his fits. The, the man was, was gone. 
the balcony door to his to his bedroom was still open, and I, I imagine he he had jumped down from there. The, the balcony's on the second floor, Stanley. Uh, all the other doors were closed and locked. But Violet, if this man had been standing there holding a dagger over your father, presumably he wished him some harm. But you, he, he wasn't injured. He wasn't. And then she she um, rolls up her sleeve, and there's a bandage on her arm. When I woke up, I, I had this bandage on, and there's a, there's a deep cut in my arm. Fa- yeah. Father was all right, uh, except he was raving and incoherent. I, I, <laughs> Apart from, you know, the obvious. Um, your father was I, I all right. Good, good. Get the, the, uh, the dreadful Oriental off. Mm. Um, uh, I, I, the father came to his senses, and I told him what happened, and he, he seemed... He seemed scared, like he was expecting it. Really scared. I, I said I was going to go to the police, but he refused. Um, Just I, 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 I the doctor that you somehow saw, anyway. Uh, I, I, I've not been sleeping well, Stanley. But I, I mentioned your name because I'd been reading one of your stories that was published in Weird Tales. It was a delightful story, Stanley. But it reminded <laughs> me. Oh, thank you. I'm still waiting for payment, but I, I appreciate the thought. Yeah. Good luck for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I mentioned your name and he agreed. I, I, I didn't want to leave him alone to come and see you, but he said he seemed certainly be all right during the day. He said he'd keep his revolver in his drawer of his nightstand just in case. And then, <coughs> then, then I, I called you and I came straight over. I, I'm so afraid this, this dreadful Oriental man is going to come back. Well, look, let's go over there now and see how your father's doing. And then we'll perhaps get a doctor to just check him over, make sure that there's no wound you may have missed. There may be things he wasn't willing to say to you because of your delicate sensibilities. Uh, I, I'm afraid that he would perhaps say to us. I, I, uh, perhaps you're right, Mr. Henry. No, ob- ob- obvi- obviously, um, uh, but su- suggesting that, that women are incapable of, of, de- of dealing with such things is, is obviously ridiculous and outdated concept, he says, looking at this blubbering wreck in front of him. <laughs> I'm no shrinking violet, Mr. Henry. I mean, I am violet. But no, I put a few pounds I on do. it, anything. But I think... <laughs> <You're Mr>. absolute... <laughs> <laughs> no, the, probably the worst thing I've ever done was when, the, when a woman in the shop eventually got to me and said, sorry about the weight. And I said, oh, you carry it very well. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like one of those moments where you just think, oh, God, mouth, brain, you two have <laughs> got to get together and just get some ground rules sorted. Anyway. Um, well done. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, Mr. Hanan here is something of a security expert, so I'm sure he wouldn't mind checking the house and grounds, seeing if there's any sign of this intruder, and indeed. ensuring he can't get back in. Indeed. That, 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 that would be... <laughs> but I thought it was wonderful until Miss Henry did that rather creepy hand-rubbing. Um, yeah, I, I, maybe see if there actually was an intruder. Well, I, I have a few things to do before I get back home. See, Father said it would be perfectly safe in the daylight. I, I need to get him some sedatives. He's nearly out of sedatives. And I, I need to get some papers from his office and so forth. But I, I should be back by the house by four o'clock. Well, perhaps I should come with you and... Uh, oh, uh, Stanley, that would be can... wonderful. Uh, they, they, can, they can check out the grounds of the house, and um... I'd rather uh, because he doesn't know them. Uh, two strangers turning up at the house. I, we, I'd rather we can, we can make our own preparations. Well, you could write a note. You see, that sounds sinister, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, not, 
Uh, I, I, if you could just come meet me at the house at four o'clock, gentlemen. Uh, Stanley, if you could come with me, that would be... Oh, oh. Yes, uh, certainly. See, when you say make your own preparations, all I think of is, you know, pie elopement. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say preparation age, did he? Could, um, be, could be used for that. I preparation Hanrahan, that's the one. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do you have any other questions, gentlemen, before Stanley and I? Uh, we, we've got to go to the chemist first, Stanley, and then, and then over to his office at the, uh, at, at the university. And, 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 and well, then. we'd better get a cab, I think. Uh, look, are you two fellas up, up, up um, right? Are you up for this? I realise that it's a yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Stanley, I'm, I'm happy to drive. Yes. Um, that whole left-right thing. Gentlemen, I'm just going to go for a wee. Wee! <laughs> She's a lady, you know. <laughs> Big girls wee now. Sorry. Um, well, um... I have no idea what to make of this. Uh, so, um, as, as you may know, Violet and I have something of a history. Um, haven't seen her for years. Uh, father seemed a, a nice sort, dotty academic type. Does, yeah. Has she got a history of psychosis? Because she sounds very um, freaky. Yeah, no, no, not. I say it's been a few years. I mean, her father was, sounds, was pretty sound as well. She sounds like, um, well, maybe self-harming, self... Yeah, well, I, I mean, she said she's got proof. I don't really think the cut on the arm is proof that somebody has been in the room, but, no. you know, she's she's not particularly known for fanciful stories or anything. No, if the knife was still sticking uh, into her, then we'd have something. Exactly. I thought she was going to produce the knife, but... Um... Maybe... Violet, hello. Uh, she would answer the toilet with her can of pims because she's yeah, a classy maybe bird. Maybe there'll be footprints there, or yeah, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yes, I mean if you you know clamber down the trellis or something, there's perhaps going to be some sort of sign. Climb up here, good time had by all. Uh, okay, Stanley, sh- should we go? Uh, yes, Rhino chaps, I'll see you at Scribbles Down. This address at four o'clock. Oh, uh, we mustn't. Uh, she leans over and, and stuffs a muffin in. Her mouth, um, and, and, and there we are. He wants to stuff a muffin, whatever she's up to, whatever she fancies doing with her. Uh, right, Stanley, right. first the chemist, and then on. Uh, come along, Stanley. Her hamster cheeks of muffin. Okay, Stanley leaves. Then I follows a, a short shopping episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, your uh, your afternoon is, is pretty much exactly as, as Violet's said Stanley. She goes to the chemist to pick up some sedatives. She goes to his office, um, which yeah. is largely empty. There's a few cardboard boxes. Uh, prescription. Yeah. Um, and uh, is, uh, talks a little bit about old times with you and seems... Uh, it's, it's an uncomfortable subject, really, isn't it? I mean, you know, I think we've both moved on. I've, I've moved okay, on you're giving her the... Uh, Success as a writer, you've moved on to, I don't know, mental breakdown, total dependency on your father. That's so you're, you're serving her up some cold lunch, Stanley? I, not an expression I would use myself. No, I'm being entirely gentlemanly about it. I, after all, was not the one who ended the relationship. I see. I see. Okay. So a slightly awkward um, afternoon follows. 
Well, if she keeps... Yeah, it may get slightly more bitter if she keeps pushing. <laughs> yeah. She does. She backs off after Things you Things I haven't thought beer. about for over ten years. <laughs> um, fair enough. Uh, it, it does reopen some old wounds. Um, you take four damage from the... No, I'm kidding. Um, Stanley and Edwin... got scurvy. <laughs> I mean, Edwin and um, Mr. Hanran. Hmm. What, what are you up to? You've got, um, well... I'm not very good at, my, at using this library malarkey because basically you all follow a different system to the one that I'm used to. Um, That's why they have librarians. Uh-huh. But um, I'd like to um, maybe read up um, about the, um, the idol. Read up about the idol. Uh, probably... Why don't you go and see? Or maybe even go and see the. That's a good thought. Yeah, let's go to the British Museum or whatever. Yeah, let's go to the British Museum. It'll be safer there. (laughs) 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 It's a a crappy museum. Let's go to the British Museum instead. It's much better. It did. uh, Natural history started as, I I think, part of the British Museum, but by this stage in time, it is no longer uh, affiliated with it. Uh You'll be telling me next that it's. uh, it's it's not part you know they haven't built the corridor to, between there and the science museum. I don't think there is a science museum at this period in time. There's not enough science to fill a museum. No, that's right. That's right. We've only had a few years of science. Building was done. Exactly. Though so, um, by this stage, I believe it was oh, the guy who came up with the equations uh, said there was just a couple of things left to solve, and that was it, Lords. Oh, <laughs> and, and one of the things was Haven't why. Wish- Lord, something like that. One of the things was why why you couldn't heat up an oven sequentially because it would take an infinite amount of time, and that problem led to (laughs) quantum theory. Um, (laughs) And then the other one was the thing that ended up as the theory of relativity. So just a few things left. This is it. You know, he just turned around and said, "Yeah, you know, these are child." These are childish and trivial. I'll let you guys solve these. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very much in the way that somebody approaches an author and says, "Look." I've got this brilliant idea. You just write it. <laughs> you just spell it. 50-50. Okay. On the way, uh, how are you getting to the museum from Bloomsbury? You probably walk without too much trouble. Mm, it's probably take an hour or so. So, yeah. I get... Or you can get a cab. B- b- buses and trains. No cab. Okay. You get the... Um, uh... We are close enough to my club. I could walk to the club. Buses and trains. <laughs> <laughs> you get the the bus or the tube. There's a tube system in yes, there now. The electric yeah, railway. Yes. Out the workers. Don't know, don't know why that comes out with electric <laughs> workers. Um, you were thinking of Preparation you... Hanrahan again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you arrive at the Natural History Museum. They are uh, outside the front entrance. There are several police cars parked outside. Hey, Mac, what's the problem? Edwin, you suddenly notice you're walking on your own. (laughs) 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 Um, Haven't you, Rage, sir? Says the the doorman. uh, One of the men on the door. (laughs) A doorman. Why is that not a doorman? (laughs) That probably is a doorman. I think you're allowed to call them doorman. I don't think that's... Do you have that in a museum? Or is that just hotels? Uh, how about... How about um... Gen- generally, I would have thought you wouldn't, but... 
But if they've got loads of police cars outside, have they perhaps left a constable at the door? There we go. Or a curator. Which is obviously a bigger problem if you're somewhere like the National Gallery. Well, actually... There was a a, a Renaissance painter. Well, Constable was post-Renaissance. Yes, Um, very much not a Renaissance painter. (laughs) Anyway, there is actually um, a man on the door who looks like um, uh, he's not a policeman. He looks like a member of uh, the the museum. Uh, And when you say your your dreadful American uh, phrase to him, he says, "Haven't you read the paper, sir? There's been a murder." Gosh. That's been a mother. Who's Another the one of them ripper killings. Who's the stiff? Who's the stiff? It's one of my colleagues, sir. Oh, okay. If you'll please uh, step back. Uh, who's your... Uh, no, I thought it was a... Please constable. step back, sir. Uh, it's a constable. Not one of your colleagues. No, it's not a constable. It's a man who works for the museum. Oh, okay, right, okay. Sorry, I thought it was a constable. Right, okay. So, um... Yeah. Um, would oh, you still have said who's the stiff then? No, I would have. I would have. Okay. It slightly, I would have phrased it slightly better. Um, Let's just rewind a few seconds before you yes. get. It's <laughs> I've yeah. not had a crumpet all night, drinkable. Yeah. So um, yeah. Oh. Oh, gosh. dreadful business. Oh. Um. Who? Who? Who died? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but he was one of my colleagues. He was my best friend. I'm, I'm shocked. Um, just, a, just a brief moment there, sir, while I read the paper. It was Professor Charlie. Ravinoli. Charlie. Charlie McNary. Oh. Um, was he a curator? Let's have some kind of role at this point. Um, what do you have? Fast talk? Uh, so you're not really... Fa- well, it's up to you. You're trying to sort of con him out of information or are you just being generally chummy? I'm being generally chummy, but I've only got really got fast talk as my... It's <laughs> uh, uh, not really oratory it not? skill. Now, it's it's talky skill. Is it persuade? Persuade is the one I'm looking for, yes. Oh, I'll have a go. Just, just a reference. Um, um, I'm, I'm l- lurking somewhere nearby and seeing what I can overhear from the police while this is going on. Yeah. Um, okay. I've got a skill of fifteen. I've rolled thirty-one. So. Um, okay. Uh, if, was, if I was fast talking him, I'd have, uh, I'd have made it easily. Uh, well, I, d- I don't really want to talk about it. I'm afraid, sir. Oh gosh. That's sad news. Um, is the. Um, is the museum open, or is it... Uh... Oh, all but that wing, sir. Oh, gosh. You're very welcome to go in. Um, well, um, I've been um, advised by um, um, a friend of... Um, well, a, a, a friend... Um, her father's one of your... Uh, one of your uh, contributors. Um, oh, who's in. that, sir? Um... Professor, whatever his name is, on my brain's gone. Um, I've had two beers as well. Why don't you have uh, a note roll to see if you can read? No, no of seventy, and I've rolled thirty-one again. Henry Staunton. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Professor Staunton, uh, Henry Staunton. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I was just talking with his daughter um, recently. Well, I, I, you know he's not here at the moment, sir. Oh well, no, but that that's fine. I just want to see this seen idol. Him for weeks. The Probably idol, well. uh, the idol that he brought in is uh, really what I'm after. Um, apparently, it's uh, hideous beyond all belief. The idol. You mean the elephant thing? Yeah. Oh. Apparently, uh, that's where they found him. That's where they found him. Oh, does that mean that the, uh, that that I'm not going to be able to see the idol? (laughs) Oh, no one can see it, sir. It's, it's, it's what you call it, one of them, uh, evidence, isn't it? Yeah, but can I just see it from a, you know, just maybe I found him. I, I found him. Could, could could I just peek round the uh, maybe the door and just have a look at it from afar? Or all right, let's have a fast talk roll for you, Milado. Yeah, let's have a look at that. Twenty-seven, and I have a fast talk of more than that, uh, forty-five. Oof. All right, come this way. Uh, meanwhile, you're, Mr. you're Ham- a good you're a good chap. I'm a terrible chap. I abuse chicken. Um, meanwhile, Mr. Hanrahan. <laughs> hey, it's still yes. <laughs> um, You are sort of lurking. Let's have a listen, Roll. As you see, um, the chap who obviously seems to be in charge. In fact, you let's have a no roll from you as you know something of the police in this area. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on just a sec. Uh, no is that. No problem. 47 out of 85. Uh, you recognise one of the um, more senior policemen as Inspector William Henderson, who is a um, uh, a murder dick, you might say. Um, what? Is that not a thing? Nobody would say that. <laughs> you know, well, he's not a homicide detective, so I was making it British by calling him a murder. I suppose Dick's American, isn't it? Pretty um, American, yeah. Dick is quite American, yeah. Okay, a murder detective. Is that what are they called in prison? He's, he's on the murder squad. He's on the murder squad. Murder penis, maybe? I'd murder penis, it would be the <laughs> Yes, that's much more English, yeah. <laughs> yes, he's a homicidal penis, that's exactly what he is. It's <laughs> <laughs> a um, totally different sort of adventure. So he's, he comes out of the... You see him come out of the front door of the museum, um, and you are... Are you... You're just looking inconspicuous, are you, Henry? You're not... Actually uh, hiding, Roy. Well, actually... My hide is distinctly better than my listen, so. I should think anything's better than you looking inconspicuous. <laughs> a hide roll for, uh, well, really, yeah, just for looking. Uh, a roll of zero one. Flipping heck. Um, so basically you, you're concealed in a bit of a, uh, an, an overhang. You're not, you're not necessarily. What an amazing well, disguise. <laughs> you weren't really going for complete hiding, but he utterly fails to spot you. And H- he hiding comes... behind the goldfish on top of the tower. <laughs> he, he comes to stand very close to you and just doesn't spot you. Stands there and looks out, um, over the, looks out over the road as the buses and cars go past Smokes. and takes a deep drag of his cigarette well, and yeah. just I mean, like goes out. It's lit by somebody. He, just... <laughs> <laughs> he, he sighs, shakes his head and sort of smokes a cigarette and drops it to the floor. And then a constable approaches him who also fails to spot you. Uh, we're, we're about finished up now, sir. Uh, we're going to take the, the body along to the coroner. But it looks very much like the other MO. 
and um, Henderson shakes his head. Bloody, bloody awful business, isn't it? Bludgeoned to death like that. Who do you think would do that? Um, the, the the constable sort of looks a bit uncomfortable uh, and says, "Well, um, that the doctor thinks it was um, uh, shock so, and massive massive blood loss, sir." Um, he says that, that it was nearly empty of blood, and um, well, the face, sir, it was. Um, I saw the face. He says, "What happened to it?" Uh, sharp instrument. The, the doctor says, uh, just uh, repeatedly slashed over. <laughs> You're making this difficult, Nick. <laughs> Can I just say, Nick, running this when you've had as little sleep as you obviously have <laughs> is what I, I, we are very impressed with your uh, stamina and. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, <laughs> but not with my <laughs> but not with my mood setting. Um, no, it's excellent. I'm loving it. Well, yeah. it's uh, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. Tunes. It's pretty obvious what happened, Constable. Um, you know, the guy, the, the chap, not the guy, I'm British, not American. The the chap was obviously hiding, you know, in the museum, hid out when the, when the, when the place closed, jumped out, killed the guards. I, I don't know what sort of person would get his jollies like that. Constable looks slightly skeptical, but nods, yes, sir. Come on then, let's go and do the necessary. Um, hmm. and he, they both head off. Uh, back into the museum. And Edwin's gone inside by now, right? Edwin, at this point, has been led in by the uh, the curator, who you discover is John Ferrier. John, I you're said, good. You're a good guy. Apart from the chicken thing, yeah. Um, so it's, it's such a tragic show. I mean, this is my last few weeks before I retire. <laughs> um, well, I'll show you. You, you seem like a, a square chap, a uh, solid chap, not a square chap. I, as they step um, away from the door, I'll try to slide in behind them. Okay, let's have a sneak roll, but you can have plus twenty because of your astonishing hide. Yeah, just check what my default sneak is. Uh, no. Oh, you can pick your hide as well. No, that 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 will not be a uh, successful sneak with a roll of ninety three. Okay, <laughs> somehow you manage to remain hidden, but you come out just as you turn around to follow them. There's three policemen walking out, and you you do a quick uh, subtle voltifast. Um, voltifast, is that how you say it? Yes, you turn right. round and head oh, back ish. the other way. Voltifatche, voltifatche. Sounds like nice. Voltifatche. Is that terribly racist? So it sounds like a nice. Volt anyway, vault fast. You do one of those, um, and you you get back into your hiding place relatively simply, but you don't enter the museum. Fair enough. Uh, John's sort of nattering along as he takes you. Sorry, uh, Roger. No, I just say I have some questions for Edward when he comes out again. But uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. When he comes out again. That's a... <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you see. Uh, What's your name, Chief? Oh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm Edwin. 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 Edwin, Pars- Edwin Parsons. Good to meet I you. I might make my first dice roll of the evening, Edwin. No, I've never heard it yet, fucking clear. Um, 
put me dice away. Um, right, where was I? Stereotypical London, that's where I was. Um, so, oh right, you're from America, are you? Anyway, yeah, never mind yeah. that. I was, I'll tell you what happened. I've got a bit Tommy Cooper. <laughs> you're a very Tommy Cooper. But... <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I was in the museum, right? I was in the museum, I was a dreadful pain in my chest. It was a window. <laughs> anyway, I've just been to an antique dealer with a violin and a painting. And they said there were Stradivarius and a Rembrandt. Unfortunately, Stradivarius couldn't paint, and Rembrandt made lousy violins. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get back to the mood of dark he, horror. He lives again. Well, I, I, I think know, that's it's pretty horrifying. Yeah, I did watch him die on stage that live broadcast, so that was yeah. quite horrifying. Did you actually see it? Yeah, no, 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 we, we, we all did because we all thought that the act was just frankly a bit weird, and then it became apparent something had gone wrong because he basically sat down and started snoring. Oh God, it was really peculiar. Interesting, isn't yeah. it? Anyway, uh, so that should anyway. bring the mood down a notch or two. Carry on. But there we go. Thank you. Well. I was doing my rounds. Right, I was doing my rounds. Let's have him sounding like Tommy Cooper because you're enjoying it. You're enjoying it. Let's just enjoy the moment. It's a bit hard to do the obvious. All right. Um, The doctor said, have you got anything persistent wins? He gave me a kite. (laughs) I went to the doctor because I've been having these dreams. Right, I said, I've been having these dreams. All these women running towards me with their bosoms hanging out. And in the dream, I keep pushing them away, saying, oh, I don't want any of it. Push them away. The doctor said, what do you want me to do? I said, break me arms. <laughs> anyway, I was walking this way. Um, <laughs> um, and I wonder why Charlie, you know, that's the dead man. I told you, Charlie McNary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's well, I, I didn't friend. see him in the ready room. And he's leading you over towards the Oriental Wing, as you speak. And then I found him. Poor Charlie. I just blundered across his body in the Oriental Wing. Oh, poor Charlie. There was blood all over. And I'll tell you what, there was blood all over that statue, too. Oh, gosh. And there was Charlie lying right in front of it. His face shredded, cold and pale, kind of shrunken, too. You know the way people get when they die? You know, a bit like his uniform was too large for him. Oh, well, I don't mind telling you, I lost me dinner then and there. I had it in my bag, dropped it. And I, I could only recognise Charlie. <laughs> I could only recognise by his uniform. I, I, You know, the cops think it's some kind of madman. Well, it's not going to be somebody, you know... Well, killing somebody in the museum is pretty, pretty sick to start with. Yeah, why would why, why would someone want Charlie dead? That's what I don't understand. Right, as as you're speaking, he leads you. Uh, there's a sort of a police line. Do not cross, or the British equivalent. It's depressing that I know more about American culture than I do about my own. Um, and he, he would they have had? Points. They wouldn't have bothered at this time. No, just probably put, just put a constable well, on the door. There's a there's a there's a um, a. a a rope across, um, and he points down the corridor to this dark, shadowy form, a kind of a, a weird... You can just about make it out. It's hard to tell, but it, it's sort of hidden in the shadows. Um, it looks rather like that. Ugh. It's kind of... 
it's almost like is that a is that a skull? Oh, I don't know much like an elephant to me. Um, fortunately for me, you can make it out well enough to require a sanity roll. Looks like I made the right decision. <clears throat> because it's still glistening a little bit. Oh. Well, I've rolled, you know okay, so I've rolled zero two, and I've got a sound of 90. Oh. oh. All right, never mind. Yeah, I'm not really wanting to go... I mean, if there's blood and stuff, I was an airman. I, I wasn't in the... You know, I, I was... Wasn't in the middle in the. Uh, you in you the basically crash. like things to just start sputtering, smoking, and then crash to the ground. It's a large, large, large distance. distance away. Yes. Yeah. But there's something very disturbing about that statue. Um, you can't quite put your finger on it, and you're a you're a grounded chap, so you don't dwell on it too much. But it's it's not it's not quite right for an elephant. It's not quite right for anything yeah. really. Uh, I mean, they say it was a madman, but two guards double check the whole museum. And they make sure there's no one around, you know. I, I suppose they could hide if they were desperate. But if this, but if this man was crazy, then and I'll tell you another thing. Charlie's gun. It was still in his holster. I mean, Charlie was too good to get caught like that. Me, maybe, but not Charlie. Really? Yeah. When did you? When did they start arming you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have um, Charlie's. Uh, that's true. I, I have rehomed this from New York. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's pretty, pretty seamless. Charlie's nightstick was still on his belt. How about that? Charlie's nightstick. To, to, to be fair, there, there are an awful lot of pistols floating about after the Great War, and nobody really yes. keeps very careful track of them. No. Yeah, but you don't generally turn up to work with them, do you? He used to. He was. He was. He was nervous about intruders. He used to carry a gun around with him because he was a sergeant in the Great War. Oh, what regiment? <laughs> you are the bastard. <laughs> the, the, the fifth foot of mouth. Oh, yeah. I probably flew over them several times. <laughs> King's Royal Loamshires. <laughs> anyway, that's all I can show you. Ah, well, that's 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 really sad. And John, thank you. I mean, from the from the bottom of my heart, I think that I. I why would somebody want to kill somebody in the, and there of all places? That's a that's a pretty sick thing. Well, I've only got a few weeks left, and then I'm retired. So, well, but you, there we are. I, you, bet, I better show John, you out. I, I, I take his hat. I, take, I do the American thing of shake his hand with both hands that. Everyone loves. Uh, and, oh, do you uh, know? You know. Um, uh, do you know what is it? Polari. Um, have you got the skill? <laughs> Surely, I'm not that sort of chap. You're not going to have a conversation in Polari now, are you? I'm not going to have. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't speak Polari. I speak a bit no. of French, and that's it. That's I'm a not, shame. I'm not you... that sort of chap. Wait, well, now, okay. <laughs> There you go. Um, yeah. The colonel might have been. Was it the colonel who was a bit dodgy that way? I can't remember. Do um, sorry, do, do we say that's dodgy these days? I think we probably do. This is worse than Oriental. <laughs> in, in 1927, it's not so much dodgy as blatantly illegal. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, actually said. Right, Edwin, you uh, come out of the British Museum uh, I out, I, and I then wonder what the fuck you're doing coming out of the British Museum because you went in. The Natural History <laughs> Museum. Yeah, I know. You keep guessing. 
would have been far easier for you to set him in the British Museum. I thought I'd, I'd mix it up a bit. Um, so, um, and especially and... considering that it's a, it's a um, idol, therefore it wouldn't actually be. Another one. Anyway, we'll worry about that another time. So, um, um, it's an yeah, animal. It's animal right. There is indeed only looks animal. like an elephant. What more do you want? Okay. All right, it's a fair cut. Maybe it's in the British Museum. I felt there were too many Cthulhu adventures in the British Museum. All of Paul's, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, the it's almost like he knows it quite well. Yeah. Right, you come out of the Natural History Museum. Okay. Whereupon um, you are set upon by a, a raving tramp who you quickly realise is John Hanrahan. Yeah. Hanrahan, where did you disappear off to? Oh, here and there, you know how it is. Got a question oh, yeah. for you. you, you Got a question for you. That, you. Have you seen that idol? Yeah, pretty hard. Has it got anything sharp about it, like knives or claws or anything like that? Show me the picture again, Nick. Bear in mind, Show I've you the seen. money. I've only just seen it. Show you the money. I'm going to have to ask you to make a sand roll again if I show it to you. <laughs> Uh, wave it around a bit more. Maybe <laughs> say something. Back, back a little. So, so, yeah. so it's got maybe claws. say maybe say something as well. It has it's... long tusks and sharpened claws. It does indeed have sharp claws. claws. It's got. Cl- I told you it didn't look much like an elephant, didn't I? Because what the police were saying was was the fellow was uh, beaten, but also hacked around the face. And I'm just thinking... Look very carefully, there's a cute little body right in front of the elephant. And I'm just oh. thinking that there might be... That, um... Well... You've had experience of things coming to life before. Let's just say he might have um, leapt up and impaled himself on the idol. That's, that, that sounds more sane than what I'm thinking. Repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you've probably got another hour or two if there's anything else you think of, or you can start heading down to. Or oh, visit my favourite chemist. Okay, <laughs> okay. What would you like to procure, Mr. Hanrahan? Oh, j- j- just a few jars of uh, censored for recording purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking as someone who, who um, when, when, you, when you said uh, improved skills, I started with chemistry eighty, and now I have chemistry ninety. So, <laughs> you know, okay, c- certain acids, certain other substances, that one might mm. use for certain purposes. Mm. Well, we can we can discuss that. A but the old nitric, but the old sulfuric. Eh? Keep out the intruders. You know how it is. Uh, meanwhile. Um, but the old cleaning solvent, solvent as well, sir. Stanley, <laughs> you have uh, had a, an awkward and slightly frustrating afternoon. Are you attempting to pump Violet for anything more, or are you just basically <laughs> remaining quiet? Uh, and... I don't think I'll be pumping Violet uh, at this stage. She's obviously grief-stricken. While she is in uh, she the chemist talking sedatives, you. Uh, you take a look at your morning paper that you have been carrying around, as the good gentleman does. There's a lot in it. Uh, uh, there's a lot in it about the Ripper killing at the Natural History Museum. Um, like, what, what sort of provincial rag is this? If they're just doing the Ripper killing, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the Oriental Wing was scheduled to open to the public today with a new display, um, although it's probably going to be a bit delayed now. Um, a few other things that catch your eye. Um, a man under the influence of alcohol staggered into, staggered into police headquarters last night seeking protection from a dragon that he had encountered in Hyde Park. What? He claimed the dragon was ridden by a painted Indian. Indian? Right. For a painted and Indian. And the article closes with the observation that maybe prohibition should come into force in the UK as well. It's worked so well. You want to make a Cthulhu mythos roll, Stanley? Which I believe you have. I have, but I don't have it at 29. I have it at 7. So unfortunately Well, thank heavens that you don't. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, That's about all that you get from that. And it gets to 4 o'clock, and you all find yourselves. Uh, approaching the Staunton House. As if by magic, we all pop there. It's located in a well-to-do residential neighbourhood with a large yard surrounded by high shrubs. Um, It's a two-storey turn-of-the-century structure built with round stone and a slate tile roof, two chimneys. And it looks well-tended, and most of the other houses in this neighbourhood do. Um, though the grass needs cutting. And at this point, you, you reunite with your comrades. Um, Stanley uh, reunites with Anne and Edwin. Oh, gentlemen, thank you for... Thank you Stand for... In. Uh, thank you for coming. I, I, uh, did, you, did you learn anything more? Yeah. One or two I things. To, I want to see your, um, your, your statue, ma'am. Oh, the elephant god's a hideous thing, isn't it? Yeah, pretty nasty. Yes, I don't know why Father wanted it, but I suppose it is of some uh, archaeological interest. Yeah, pretty nasty. See what I mean, though? It doesn't look quite like an elephant, does it? No, no. Pretty nasty what happened to the chap with him as well. well. The what, sorry? uh, What was that? Oh, was there a... I I, I heard something about another murder. Yeah, some, 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 some... some museum guy was, um, well, it was pretty nasty and... Seemed, it seemed as though he'd been beaten to death with the thing. Only it weighs no. multiple, it's only it weighs multiple tons, so that's obviously ridiculous. No, no, um, no. Oh, <laughs> surely in that case he must have been no, beaten against it. He him in front of it, you know. Well, I, I, uh, could we concentrate on the matter in hand, please? My, my, oh, my indeed, father. indeed. Please, come in, I'll, I'll, I'll show you around the house. So, she takes you inside. What time are we at? I'm just wondering. Uh, just a... when I'm going to have to be going, but if you wanted me to do something else while the other two uh, investigate this bit, I'm quite happy to pick up on Well, this might be a relatively good place to pause, actually. Um, Fair enough. Cool. Uh, as she leads you into the Staunton's house to meet her insane father. Yeah. Where is your pop? He's strapped to a bed upstairs. I'll come, I'll show you too. <laughs> no, no, not the wax. Mr. Staunton <laughs> is not receiving visitors at present, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, the, the EastEnders theme starts up. 
and we will, because um, obviously that is a, a tune of Cosmic Horror, and we can carry on the next time there's three of us to play it. Sounds good. It's really good. good. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. All right. We'll uh, see if we can jolt Stanley out of this fog of the last year and uh, back into the, the keen... Keen investigative, investigative machine that he is, yes. Right, back, until up, back, back into our normal state of pants-browning terror. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. And I'll, uh, well, thanks for coming. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Dr. Nick. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>